0: Welcome to Astounding Universe. I'm Jim Metzner. And I'm Bob Berman. Today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite planets. Venus.
1: Yeah. And you have to love Venus because it's the goddess of love. But astronomically, what is it that sets Venus apart? It's the nearest planet to us. It's the brightest planet. It's the brightest thing in the sky after the moon, so you can't miss it. You don't need charts. You don't need knowledge. You just look around the sky and the brightest star, that's Venus. It's also called the evening star. Is that really true? It's the closest. I always thought Mars is the closest. No, no, Venus is. Venus gets 26 million miles from us. Mars comes as close as about 35 million. So Venus is closer to
0: the sun and Mars is a little further away? Yeah. Yeah. And that means Venus
1: is hotter. It means Venus is hotter, but it also means Venus is reflecting more intense sunlight. So we're seeing a brighter sun bouncing off its surface. That's one of the reasons it's so bright. It's also more reflective. Mars only reflects away about a quarter of the light that hits it, but Venus reflects around 90%. So it's got these overcast clouds made of droplets of sulfuric acid, and this happens to be very, very shiny, brilliantly bright, and it's reflecting that more brilliant sunlight. So put those together, and that's why it's also twice the size of Mars. So put that all together, and you've got this really, really dazzling thing in the sky. The evening star. So what's coming up with Venus that we need to know about? First of all, we've missed it. It's been gone for about a year And now it's back. It's been back since March. And now it's higher up and higher up every evening, just after sunset. As soon as twilight starts deepening, you see it down in the same direction as the sunset. In other words, west. But a special thing is that it's going to meet up with the other bright thing in the sky. And the only thing in the universe that's closer to us, which is the moon. So we're going to have the crescent moon and Venus Side by side on that night, May 17th. Crescent moon and Venus early in the evening? Yeah, I'll say about half an hour or 45 minutes after sunset. Just look in twilight. Don't wait till it's full darkness. It's still, twilight's still there. Look in the direction that the sun set. And you can't miss it because there's the moon and to the moon's right, that's Venus. Gorgeous. It's called a conjunction, a meeting of two astronomical bodies. In this case, the two nearest objects to us, mm-hmm. the two brightest objects in the sky. They're eye-catching, they're gorgeous, and there they are. When I've tried to look, I don't have a you know, high-powered telescope like you do, but it's just been this white blob when I turn a, a It telescope. is looking a little blobby because it's on the far side of the sun, too, in its orbit. When it's on the near side of its orbit, it, it takes on a crescent shape. It kind of matches or mimics the moon. And it's going to be like that later this year. But right now, it's on the far side of the sun. It looks like a kind of a gibbous moon, almost a full moon. Not much to see.
0: When it's crescent, is it more interesting to see a telescope?
1: Well, yeah, because you can really see the crescent very clearly. The crescent is big. It doesn't require any great magnification. And usually Venus is brighter at that time, too. But right now, it's bright enough. Do you know that there's a flat Venus society? Did you <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding.
0: Okay. So, fabulous. The take-home is around May 17th. Look up in the sky uh, just after sunset. Look for the moon. Find Venus. And you've got your conjunction happening.
1: Yeah. Gorgeous.
0: It's sort of a don't miss. It's really nice. Cool. Thanks, Bob. Venus Watchers, catch you next time on...
1: Astounding Universe.